This episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast is brought to you by Forward, a virtual empowerment summit designed to help you move forward in achieving your goals and move forward in living your dreams. And best of all, it's free and registration is open right now, but seating is limited. To get your ticket and your seat for this summit, just click the Forward Summit link in the description of this here episode. That's an excuse to me, like to say the timing isn't right. Every, I mean, it's all an excuse. I feel like if you want to do something, like you'll find a way, mm-hmm. you'll really find a way. Like it just has to, like, it really has to like mean something to you. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I am your gracious host, Terry Glenn Harris, and we are continuing the series that we have been doing all 2021, and that's the series of I've Got a Story to Tell. This one is a little bit different because this time we have two people on um, and they're sharing a story, and it's I've Got a Story to Tell. I started a business because we all know how it is when you get a job interview or, you know, you get a a, a job offer. Everyone wants to celebrate and high five and get all excited. But when you tell people I started a business, it seems like the noise is a little bit less when, in my opinion, the noise should be a little bit greater. So let me just tell you a little bit about um, the two awesome ladies you're about to hear from today. Um, There's this place called Bold Coffee Bar, and it is a new delicious coffee spot located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where the coffee is delicious, the menu is extensive, and the customer service is absolutely top-notch. I found out about this coffee bar um, through, you know, one of my friends on social media, saw that on their Instagram profile, hit them up, asked them about it, And the coffee looked awesome. So I trusted the friend. I trusted their judgment. And I wanted to give it a shot. So I did. And I was not disappointed. What I tasted at first was deliciousness. High quality coffee. Not that watered down stuff some of y'all might be drinking right now. If you're drinking that, I need you to put it down. All right. And the fact that the owners of this coffee bar looked like me, well, that was an added bonus to the experience. So after a few visits, I knew what I had to do. I knew I needed to have the owners as guests on this here podcast, and they have agreed. So I am privileged and honored to welcome the owners of Bold Coffee Bar, Kelly and Lisa. Welcome, ladies. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So how y'all doing today? I know you know you are 
just got off of you know shutting up. I can't even say just got off because you own it, so you you never get off. <laughs> so you just lock the door. <laughs> so, today, how are you? Doing well, doing well. You know, uh, the weather's getting nice out, so uh, looking forward to my next cup of bold coffee. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna get. I love the caramel macchiato, but you know, I know I want to try everything else y'all got on the menu to include the teas. They do have teas also, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, So just not to take up too much of your time, uh, we go right into it. Now, I want to start with the name, Bold. Bold is a person, action, or idea showing an ability to take risk, be confident, and courageous. And that's what you chose to name your business. Um, how do you come about choosing such a powerful name, number one? Um, and was it, you know, one person who was more instrumental or was it, you know, a, a collaborative effort from the beginning? Um, I think it was definitely a collaborative effort. We had like a lot of different names, I guess, that we were thinking about. And that was just the one that stood out to us because that word is a powerful word. And I also think that coffee can be bold, you know, mm. so you have that word as being powerful and then you add it into coffee. Um, and then I actually had a customer earlier today. She was just like, your logo just stands out. Like yes. it just stands out, you know, and the actual lettering is bold as well. So everything, everything is bold. And it's, it's so funny, like on our specials board, when people come in, like we actually have be bold, try something new, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I don't know if the word is just, it just does it for me. It just felt yeah. right. It just, it just stood out. And then when saying it like, oh, well, this is what we're going to name the coffee shop. It all kind of like just came into place. And right. I will tell you another reason that we want to call it that because we have plans to, to make it something big, you know, not just, we didn't want it to be Kelly's coffee shop or Lisa's coffee shop. I mean, I'm not going to say it sounds lame, but it doesn't sound like a name that can go far necessarily. Whereas Bold Coffee Bar, like I want to see it like everywhere, you know? Mm. I understand that. And, and I, I, it's not, I heard you say little, but there is nothing little about what you ladies have going on. Like it, it is, it, it, it's bold. It's bold and it, it's huge in my eyes. Um, and I'm sure other, you know, customers who come into your shop or, or into your bar feel the same way. Like there is nothing little about it or what, what, what's going on, you know, within those four walls. Um, how, how long has Bold Coffee Bar been in the making? Uh, July 2019. Yeah, July 2019. Yeah. Um, that's when we kind of got fed up <laughs> and we were like, okay, well, we're going to do it ourselves. <laughs> okay. Now, when, when you say fed up, what, what were we fed up with? Oh, we were fed up with going to other coffee shops and being disappointed when we took that first sip. Mm. I mean, I, I still do it. Like when we're off and we go to other coffee shops. Now, sometimes we're disappointed and sometimes we're not. Um, but we got disappointed and just every time it's just like you take that sip and you're like, what is this in my cup? Like literally, what is this? You know, it's either a cup of sugar or some weak coffee or it doesn't taste like anything. And it's just like, mm. what did I just pay for? Like, yeah. 
if you're gonna if you're gonna charge the prices, you need to bring the quality. I agree. I agree. And that's why like um when I bought my wife, I, I actually got my first cup alone, which I should not have done. Um, but I couldn't wait. <laughs> she was working, I was dropping the kids off. I was like, you know what? Let me just pop in. Um, and then I came home and I'm like, babe, like there's this new coffee bar on Ridge Avenue and like, you got to try it. And at first she's like, well, you didn't bring me anything back. Like you should have just bought me a coffee. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, but I'm going to take you down there. Um, Cause you have to get the experience. <laughs> uh, so she, she came in, she, we got in the car, she took her first sip and she just like, yo, like I'm, I'm not going anywhere else as long as they're open. Like that's where I'm going for my coffee. So now when we drop our daughter off at ballet practice or whatever, we're like, let's go grab a cup of coffee. And it used to be, where are we going to go for a cup? And that there's no, it's not, not even a question anymore. It's like, all right, well, let's go around get our coffee um, from bold and see what the rest of our day looks like. Uh, so, why a coffee bar? Um, it's something that we we both had a, a passion for. Um, we both have, you know, like the coffee retail experience. Um, but of course, it's from like, uh, you know, like Starbucks, like Dunkin' Donuts, um, things like that. And it after a while, it was just like we, we kind of started getting uh, like we, it basically weren't we weren't getting the quality that we thought we we should get, especially from kind of like big brand things mm -hmm. like that. So at that point, we decided to start at going to local uh, coffee shops, like you know, like the mom and pop shops, like the ones that um, are only in neighborhoods, like not big brands or places right. that no one's like kind of like ever heard about. Um, and then after a while, it was it was good, um, but we were getting something different. We were we were offered. Um, like better experiences from like straight up just walking through the door like hey how's it going how are you mm -hmm. um, oh you weren't you won't get from like a Dunkin' Donuts or you won't get from like a, a typical like Starbucks you don't really get greeted at the door like they don't know you by name normally because they're looking at you like why are you here <laughs> a lot, a lot of times they are so it was kind of like once we kind of like found the local mom and pop like kind of like coffee shops mm -hmm. um, expanded on there and then it was just like one day it was kind of like all right so we get so much coffee that our taste buds are basically developing and now that they're developing we need to find a coffee shop that's going to suit those new needs so it's it's not just can i have a caramel macchiato it's not like can i can i have like a just like the standard vanilla latte it's like we wanted something more we wanted to actually taste the coffee mm -hmm. while still tasting um like either like whatever we put in it like regardless if it was like sugar like a flavor shot whatever it was we wanted to be able to taste the coffee and like the, the flavor versus only tasting sugar or only tasting like kind of like the weak kind of like coffee so at that point that's when it kind of like developed it was just like why not do it ourselves like why All not right. Like, why not create that? Because I know it's many, it's a lot of people out there that that really like the coffee taste, maybe want a little bit of sugar or mm -hmm. simply just want an espresso that doesn't taste um, like it's just hot water. Right, right. So that's where it kind of, it kind of developed. It or burnt. Like, yeah, <laughs> or burnt. So it's just like, so it's just like, why not do it ourselves? Like, why not be the shop that we want? Mm-hmm. 
And, and it's funny that you say that. I didn't know um, quality coffee until I had a cup of your coffee. I was drinking sugar. And I thought, oh, this, this is good. And and I also didn't know there was a such thing as an iced caramel macchiato. Really? Until I was, you know, on your page and scrolling the menu. I'm like, wait, iced? Oh, well, let me try that. And then now that is my favorite. That's my favorite beverage. I used to love hot. And I'm like, uh, cold coffee? Like, nah, that's not really. Mm-mm. It's not supposed to be a thing until my taste buds were opened up by your coffee bar. And I'm like. Hot or iced. It's summertime almost. I'm not going to be drinking hot coffee. Let me get an iced coffee. Um, but only from you all. Because and when I say that, I really mean it. Because I now know what a cup of coffee is supposed to taste like. It's not just supposed to be a bunch of sugar. It's supposed to be some coffee in there. And kind of, it makes you feel different. Um, and I, and I, it's like, it's like a, the perfect song. <laughs> and, that, and that's how I, how I feel when I, you know, come in and get a cup from you ladies. Um, oh, and they also have these delicious pastries. Like they have this uh, vanilla cream beignet and this um, cinnamon swirl. Is it caramel cinnamon swirl? Oh, no, it's just a, it's, yeah, it's just a cinnamon swirl roll. Oh, listen, it, it's delicious. As y'all can see, I don't, I can't even tell exactly what it is because it's that good. You can't get it toasted if you haven't. Absolutely. Yes. Level. We put our, if you want to go to the next, next level, we put our um, house made whipped cream on it because it kind of tastes like a, like basically like a vanilla ice cream or like a vanilla bean ice cream. So mm. when the, um, the cinnamon roll toasted, it just pairs well with it. I'm not that fancy. <laughs> so I guess when I stop in tomorrow, I'm going to have to get that. <laughs> so were the two of you always coffee drinkers or is that something that came with time? Well, always coffee drinkers when you reached an age where you were allowed to drink coffee. Yeah, um, I would say, or I mean, around that age, I was definitely still young. I probably was maybe around like 18 or so. So that okay. was about nine years ago. So, yeah, but my first introduction was with, I guess it was Dunkin' Donuts because I definitely started getting coffee like in my early teenage years, like if mm-hmm. it was cold outside, but it was just like I would definitely get extra cream, extra sugar. And then I turned to Starbucks and then uh, I would get like a caramel macchiato, like you said. Yeah. I would always get it hot. I don't like it cold because I don't like the way the caramel does for some reason. I'm really weird like that. Gotcha. I like it to melt in. But uh, yeah, I, I've always been a coffee drinker. Yeah, we started drinking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we, I think it was for me. I would I would like run into like the typical like Dunkin' Donuts or like Starbucks or something like that. Just can kind of just get like a tea because mm-hmm. it's safe. Like you just walk in like, hey, can I get a black tea? Can I get a passion tea? Or, like whatever it actually is, it was just safe. Like so, it wasn't until I think um, one day we decided to like just go in and like actually get a cup of coffee where. Our first introduction was Starbucks. It was the caramel macchiatos um, because, again, it was it was simple. It, it you didn't have to. Oh, can I get this? This oh, it, it was just caramel macchiato. So it's a lot to get it flavored, and you get a little bit of like sweetness um, to it. So it had everything that we kind of like wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where we got our start from. But I I would feel like I was more of a tea drinker, and then it kind of like transformed into a coffee drinker um, over time. Got it. 
Yeah, I definitely feel you on the tea drinker because uh, that's that was me for a very, very long time. I still do love tea, especially since I can make it myself. There's, I'm not making a cup of coffee at the house. I'm, I'm just not. <laughs> um, which is why I can't wait till y'all come out with your um, your to go coffee where I could just walk in, go to the refrigerator, grab it, you know, because I know that's coming. Um, <laughs> but so like we were talking about the caramel macchiato, that is my, my favorite one, the iced caramel macchiato, uh, with the extra sugar, <laughs> but what are your go-to beverages? Honestly, it's black coffee. It's either black coffee or just straight, uh, Americanos or espresso. Um, I don't really do a lot of sugar nowadays, so those are just my go-to's. Okay. Um, I drink a lot of black coffee as well. Of course, we test the drinks when they come yeah. out because we have to create them. But I drink a lot of black coffee as well because I try not to do sugar. But I will tell you something I'm on. I'm on a kick with. I'm on a kick with <laughs> cold brew and milk. Okay. And, and like a lot of a lot of milk. <laughs> okay. And some vanilla in it, but not actual sweetened vanilla. And I don't know what it is. It's just like some vanilla extract, and it mm -hmm. just does it for me. I love it. <laughs> but like, vanilla is good though. Thinking all yeah. week. It's my thing all week. Gotcha. All week. He's not lying. All week. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla definitely tastes good. Um, and just uh, just kind of a sidebar. You mentioned you know when you come up with the beverages. How is that process? Because there are so many different ingredients, and then you got to come up with the name. Like you guys have. Uh, the Nutella latte, and that thing is also delicious. Like, how do you come up with these these flavors and these recipes? Trial and error. Trial and error. Yeah, we go we, through a lot of nasty stuff. Yeah, we make a lot of mistakes. Um, like let's say if I have a idea or something like that, I want to kind of like uh, roll it into play. Then we'll we'll kind of like make it. Um, and if neither one of us like it, it gets scrapped. Okay. Both of us have to like it. Yeah, both of us have to like it for it to go on our actual like menu. So um, I think she had created, um, I, it was one of the lots that she was like creating and it was just like, uh, just it was nasty. It was disgusting. Um, and then I was just like, change it. So we changed one syrup and that was one of the best selling lattes of that particular like period. Wow. All it takes is like trial and error, like, so we kind of like at this point we have an understanding of what goes well together, mm -hmm. and we kind of like putting things that someone might not think about. So it's kind of like well, currently right now we have like a white chocolate and like we call it like cocoa bliss, but we have a white chocolate and we have a coconut latte. Okay. Where have you been? Where it was just like you know let's mix these two flavors. Like let's put it like let's put all all of this together. Or we have a. Something we call a tropical flower, which is like a el it's elderflower, rose, lavender, and then a little bit of mango. Like, where have you been? It was just like, let's see how all of these flavors like combine, work well together. And at first, that particular, because that, that's one of our energy drinks. That's one of like the lotus energy drinks. Okay. Um, at first, it was just rose, lavender, and I think elderflower. At first, it, it didn't fly with me. Mm-hmm. She made it. She uh, made the concoction, and at first, honestly, it didn't fly with me. So we we never actually put it on the menu. But I was like, you know what? One day, like, let's add mango to it. Like, let's just give it a little bit more sweetness, a little bit more taste. And again, now that's one of um, our top selling like Lotus energy drinks right now. 
So it, it's a lot of trial and error, a lot of testing nasty drinks. <laughs> like she thought she was going to make a peaches and cream latte. Yeah, it, yeah. Now, peaches and cream latte honestly sounds like it was it's delicious. But unfortunately, as of right now, we cannot get the recipe to work well where we both like it. So mm-hmm. we'll put that on the back burner. Um, I believe last month we had the peanut butter uh, like latte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the peanut butter cup latte. That latte took us roughly about six or seven months to kind of like, like kind of like master. We first wow. originally were supposed to bring it out when we first opened, and that was supposed to be one of our specialty lattes, but we could not get the recipe right. So fast forward seven uh, months later, we're just like, let's try this. Like, let's put this together. Let's get the real peanut butter, um, like the Reese's like spread. Like, let's see mm-hmm. how it's in the latte. We did it. It was magical. So it's kind of like a lot of trial and error. Wow. And a lot of patience because uh, I'm like, you you don't like this. This is delicious, but we can't put it on the menu. <laughs> All right. Um. So what was the most challenging part of getting established? Um. I would say navigating uh, like how to actually deal with like the health department and get permits and stuff like that, even with help. Um, nobody is really clear about that. Yeah. And it's not like, a, even if you have help, it's not like really like good help. You know, nobody's really walking you through step by step. Right. Um, I feel like everybody is still kind of confused. I mean, yeah. Philadelphia licensing and inspections is just a nightmare. I feel like they're confused. So it makes everybody else <laughs> confused. So. And it's, it's not someone that you can just kind of like call up and then just have a conversation with like, how do I do this? How do I process mm-hmm. this? Um, do I need this to open? Like, it's so it's all either leave a, write an email, leave a message, we'll get back to you, or you just have to figure it out on your own. Got it. Got it. Yeah, and that sounds like that can be uh, pretty discouraging, Yeah, but I'm glad it didn't discourage you not to do it and that you still, you know, persevered and went through yeah. with it. Um, so what's been the your greatest inspiration in the journey? Because there's always, you know, a trial where we're like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to pull my hair out. Maybe we shouldn't. But then you get over it and, you know, it turns into an inspiration during the journey. You mean is uh, like as far as opening or since we've opened, would you say? Um, I, either one, pre-opening, after you've opened. Like what 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 was it that was like, you know what? This this was all great. This was all worth it. We did it because of. I would say it's definitely amazing to see the looks on people's face when they first taste something yeah. that you created. You know, um, like we sometimes we see people like when they leave the shop and then they're, they just stand there and then they're like, ha. Ah. <laughs> and, like, and it's like the best thing ever. Like I had a guy, I, he just got like a regular cappuccino, it had no sugar or anything. And he came back in like two minutes later. He was like, this is the best cappuccino I've ever had. You know, and I'm just like, oh, he's just so cute. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, it just makes me like really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or when people consistently come in to like get like the same thing because they love it so much. Or when you open somebody's horizons to try something new because like they start to trust you. Like we even do surprise lattes for people. If you, oh. if you want a surprise, if you, okay. you don't like and we'll make you something. Good to know. See, now I don't now I don't know what I'm going to get tomorrow. Oh, well, I have no clue. 
<laughs> if you tell us that you don't like something, we're not going to just be like, well, we got your money. Forget you. <laughs> you know, like we'll, we'll always give you something else. We don't want people to leave happy. Right. Right. And, and that's where that, you know, consumer promise comes in that makes people want to come back again and again. And I will say, I feel like there's like a stigma maybe with like small business where people think that if you tell them that you don't like something or that you weren't happy with it, that they're not going to like give you something else or mm. they don't care. I just kind of feel like that um, because like some people, they won't even say, say anything and they just like won't come back, you know? Yeah, we don't we don't want that. It's like because if you're going to complain anywhere uh, about something you don't like bring it up, you know, yeah. especially if you're spending money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we you know? rather you uh, leave happy. That's why we do a lot of like customized lattes. You can get, with us, you can legit get whatever you want. Um, so that, that kind of enforces, we want to make sure that you're happy before you actually leave. Mm -hmm. um, how many like, you know, you go to shop and it's just like, what is this? I don't like it. And then you ask them to remake it. They either have an attitude about it or they basically flat out just say, no, they made it right. And they're, they're really insistent on it. Right. For us, it's kind of like we would prefer you to be happy with it. So that way it gives you more of an experience of I, I tried something new. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't like it, but at least I tried it. Right. That makes sense. And, you know, I, I know people who send stuff back all the time and it's like they, they don't order they don't order anything again like me i have a rule if i go to a restaurant and it's a big chain and it's i'm just like ah this is not i don't know you know who the chef is today but this is just not it and i send it back i don't order anything else um but i feel that if i were to go to a small business like you know i love italian food if i were to go to an italian restaurant that's you know a mom and pop and i'm like ah this it's too spicy or it's not seasoned enough. I wouldn't mind saying, Hey, but that's because of the comfort level you receive when you walk in. And I feel like you receive that comfort level when you walk into your establishment. Like I said, you, you do greet everyone. I don't know how you do it because sometimes there will be two and three people behind um, the customer. And, but you always notice good morning or good afternoon or I that is one thing I noticed on my very first visit and then on my third visit I'm like oh this is the same usually after visit number one you're like we've seen you <laughs> you know so it's like an, another thing that it, it has to be done every single time is if we are doing something I'll be right with you or give mm -hmm. me a moment because I hate not being acknowledged when I go someplace so I know I see that you're doing something but acknowledge that I'm here tell me you're coming in mm -hmm. a minute or something you know just don't have me standing there just like woo, like what's going on <laughs> right like uh do I agree or <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I love that that is if, if you are looking for a place that has the best customer service bold coffee bar is definitely the place. And my wife will even tell you, I'm a stickler for customer service. Like I have been in a line and gotten to the window to get my food and the customer service was awful. And I'd be like, you know what? You keep it. I'll go spend my money somewhere else. Cause I'm not going to give you, I, I, we work hard for our money. I'm not just going to give it and not receive customer service. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to mention the place I went, but I have yet to be back. <laughs> I mean, 
that's part of the experience. That's part of like what you pay for whatever you're paying for. Like I want the whole experience. I want the product, you know, or the service plus the customer service mm-hmm. plus support, you know, and that's right. a, for us is making sure that you like it before you go, you know? Right. Absolutely. So, so when a new business typically opens, um, as you know, and does well as your business is doing well, some tend to use that term of they came out of nowhere, knowing the work that went into and is continuing to go into your business. How do you react to that statement? They came out of nowhere. Um, well, we know where it came from. <laughs> it's like it's it's a like it, it is. It's a lot of hard work, but a lot of people they don't like necessarily see like the the background, like what we 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 do um, outside of like you know if they're if they're not in the shop, like how we're putting things together, how we're doing this, how we're doing that. Um, so for us, for me, it's just like I know step by step on like what we we did to kind of like get there. Mm-hmm. I guess, and we really had to like work for it. Um, so I guess we're grateful that no one has ever said that to us, yeah. you know, okay. um, people are, I guess, generally like happy that we're there. Like we've had some people, people ask us all the time, like, oh, when did you guys open? You know, um, they know it was sometime during 2020, but they don't mm-hmm. know. When, so sometimes they'll ask. Uh, but I don't know. We're just trying to we're just trying to take coffee shops by storm, I guess. (laughs) And and you're doing it. (laughs) You are absolutely doing it. So you, you mentioned, um, opening and that you did open last year, the year everybody remembers, um, because you opened when things were shutting down you opened in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, was there ever any doubt running through your mind that, you know, this just might not be the right time? And if so, how did you push past that doubt and those thoughts? Um, no, <laughs> we didn't really have those because you're already in the process. Like we were in this process since 2019. I think we signed our lease like October 2019. Okay. Like that. So pre-pandemic. So we kind of already spent, started spending money. And like dealing with it, so what are you gonna do? Say, oh, never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> more because now it's a pandemic. But I've already spent all this money. No, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. We're gonna open this business, and we're gonna do what it do. <laughs> and, and that perseverance. <laughs> so, so how did um, how, how was that for you when you know? Was there a time where in the state was like you guys gotta close, or you know how how was that? No. No, we we passed it. We had uh, opened after that point. So okay, gotcha. We opened after that point, we opened August first, twenty twenty. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was it was it was definitely past that point. We were technically set to open March twenty twenty, yeah. but that's <laughs> when everything like hit health mm-hmm. department city. Everything kind of like shut down, so we couldn't get the actual inspection to be able to open. Okay. Um, well, a large chunk of that uh, we did miss. Like it, it wasn't like you have to close. Um, at like such and such time or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So in August when we actually did open, they were kind of already loosening some of the restrictions, which allowed us to open to technically have a little bit of like seating inside of the shop um, 
And then I think that's when like the second round hit. And then that's when we had to kind of like take the seating out. But yeah. it was never, um, you guys physically had to close. Mm -hmm. and, okay. we, and we've always had our doors open. I never liked the idea of ordering from a, a window, unless it was like a, like a government necessity where they told us we had to do that. We just mm -hmm. for cleaning. I feel like coming inside is a uh, part of the experience. Right. You know, that we you, you need to be able to look at the menu and see what our offerings are. And you can't do that from a window. You can't see how good that cinnamon roll looks or whatever from the window. <laughs> you know what you want it. Um, but I will say one, I guess, tough thing that like nobody, nobody preps you for is the fact that, all right, well, even though you're not open and it's a pandemic, we don't care. You still have to pay rent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Like those landlords are still like. Yeah. Uh, it's the first because I am a landlord, but it's just it was you know it's still like that sucks. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm absolutely happy that you know you all didn't close and that you are all are open because I don't know if I would ever knew what real coffee was supposed to taste like, and and I know now. <laughs> um. So speaking of real coffee, what would you say makes the perfect cup? of coffee um well i would say where you could actually taste the coffee now if you're drinking if you're drinking black coffee which we often do um i want it to be like crisp and i don't want it to have an aftertaste yeah. okay i want it to be as smooth as possible so that first sip it's like oh this, like this is coffee because how many times have you gotten a cup of coffee where it either tastes burnt um you had like a bit of like an aftertaste or like a chalky taste to it um so we wanted to make sure that our coffee regardless if it was uh, if it was a latte hot ice whatever it was it was as smooth as it possibly could be mm -hmm. um, that way you you get the full flavor of the actual like coffee versus like the bitterness got it okay. now, we this is something that some people don't know, but um, so you get you get a little not a sneak peek, but you get a, <laughs> I guess a little something extra exclusive. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we probably tried about twenty five different roasters for yeah. coffee. Like, wow. but, but we don't we didn't take it lightly, you know. Like it had to be like the perfect coffee for us. Yeah, mm -hmm. to we had to be able to brew it at home and it still give that same crisp clean taste we had to be able to brew it at the shop in different like formats regardless if it was a, a french press pour over if we were pulling um an espresso shot if you we were doing just like standard drip coffee it all of those elements needed to to brew the perfect cup of coffee or the the perfect latte for uh the actual individual so we mm. tried a lot of coffee in a lot of different ways just to make sure that it was all going to be as consistent as possible. Wow. So you're, you're not just, you don't just sell coffee. You're bought into the coffee, which mm -hmm. is very important. <laughs> and no wonder it tastes so good. And I'm not just saying that because it, it, it literally tastes delicious. Like anytime People are like, oh, I want some coffee. I'm always like, yo, there's this spot called Bull Coffee Bar right down there on Ridge Avenue. Um, and I could be in Shellham. They'd be like, right down there. I'm like, yeah, just right down there. Like, it's just right down there, down the street on Ridge Avenue. Like, go. But I'm like, you know how you find somewhere where you're like, they get it perfect or they get it right. So it's like, I'm not going to go anywhere else. Like there's a um I don't know if y'all eat cheesecake or not, but um there's a 
See? See? <laughs> I wanted to go there so bad. I think I tried it once, but when I took it, Lon was out the door and I, yeah. I was about to close and I was just like, I'm not even going to get in. So Yeah, the line, the line is long. But what I'll do is next time I go, um, I'll have to take my wife with me because they got a cap and I'll, I'll have to pick up one for y'all so that y'all can, uh, <laughs> can get something. We would like try every single, I've even called them and said like, hey, can you, can, can I just buy one and I mm -hmm. just it up later, like just hold it for me. <laughs> so, um, and it was just like, no. <laughs> yeah, they're like, sorry, got it. <laughs> Instagram, like, listen, we'll buy it in advance. We'll just come pick it up. You just like hold it for us. And it's tough getting in there. It's yeah. Especially, you know, you ladies are, you're running your business at almost the same time as, you know, they're running theirs. So, which is fantastic. Um, So are y'all from Philly or are you, you are born and raised? No, we're both from Philly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So as we, as we get towards the end, um, what advice would you give to someone listening who has been considering opening a business um, but keeps telling themselves the timing just isn't right. I feel like timing doesn't necessarily matter. It's, <laughs> um, it's, that's just a, time is not right. You that's an excuse for it. That's an excuse yeah. to me. Like to say that timing isn't right. Every, I mean, it's it, all an excuse. I feel like if you want to do something, like you'll find a way. Mm -hmm. You'll really find a way. Like it just has to. Like it really has to like mean something to you. Thank you. As I agree. Like, I'm sure you yeah. do other things in your day and everything like that. And you, you're finding time to do this podcast because it means something to you. Absolutely. You, you wouldn't be doing if it. If you didn't have a passion for it, you wouldn't necessarily make time to do it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, this has been, this has been great. I like, you know, I love bold coffee bar even more now. <laughs> and now I got to think tomorrow, am I going to get an energy tea? Am I going to get a coffee? Am I going to say surprise me? I, I, I got a lot of thinking to do, but I will make sure I get two. So when I come out, whatever it is, I have to get two because I can't come home. <laughs> right. I, I don't want that smoke. I do not want that smoke. Um, so we'll before. Too, so. Say that one more time. We'll start to tell on you too. If you yeah. Yeah. Like, he was here at such and such. Like, <laughs> oh man, I thought he brought that cinnamon roll home to you. <laughs> but the the funny thing is the the beignet and the I did bring those home. Oh, okay. I was like, hey, you gotta try these. So <laughs> I, I I did I did. <laughs> um, but you know, before we go, just you know, let the people know um how they can find you as far as you know where you're located, your hours social media, and any last words you might have for the listeners? Um, so we're Bold Coffee Bar, located at 1623 Ridge Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19130. Um, our website is boldcoffeebar.com. We do have mobile ordering as well as gift cards in case you want to gift one to somebody. Um, our hours are currently 7 to 3, Monday through Saturday, close on Sunday. You know, we, we need a little break sometimes. Absolutely. Um, and then and we're popular on Instagram, and that's at Bold Coffee Bar. And all of that will also be in the description of the episode. So if you missed anything or, you know, you're thinking about rewinding to hear what she just said, you don't have to do that because all you got to do is check the description. But <laughs> Kelly, Lisa, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Um, I know you're probably tired. You've been, you know... 
making that coffee all day, getting people through their day. Um, because that's absolutely what coffee does. Like I said, it's like music, you know, it gets you, it gets you going. So I appreciate both of you and I look forward to seeing you both real soon. All right, Terry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all have a great day or, or have a great rest of the day. Oh, we knew it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I'll talk to y'all soon. All right. All right.